0: A well, a will. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Couch Day Hefrey. It is good to see you guys. Hey, the cowboys lost. I don't know if you guys saw That here between the end of the downbeat on ninety seven one the freak, and when I go watch football, and go to sleep because I wake up at five thirty now. Hi, everybody. Of course. In order to secure the bag, I must remind you that football is back, and BetOnline remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. I told you guys what was going to happen in that game, and I didn't want to tell you guys what was going to happen in that game, but you could have made money on it, by God. They've always got the latest odds, matchup info, player news, game trends. Bet Online for all your sports wagering needs. Live betting, free contest, live scores, giveaways all season long. Go to betonline.ag to join and receive you a one hundred percent welcome bonus. It's not time for a mock draft, Ryan. I do appreciate you being a member of the channel. By God, hundred percent welcome bonus. if you Use the promo code believe B L E A V. Use that promo code betonline where the game starts. What's going on, Jeff? We love the, the Eagles. Here's the thing, guys. The Eagles do not get lucky. I'm like it's cool. There's all sorts of different sorts of fans i think once upon a time i was kind of a diehard sports fan of some different teams and kind of i don't know being involved in the sports talk radio aspect of it just at some point it kind of faded away towards more like how are we going to talk about this game and what do we find interesting and so i don't worry like the eagles were going to win that game and they did Uh, If we had Dak, we win that game, right, from Will? Yes. Yes, if you had Dak, you win that game. And that's why you don't worry about that game. It would have been awesome. Cooper Rush had found a way to make plays and not have turnovers, and you'd found a way to win that game. That would have been awesome. That had been great. But as the way they were playing leading into that game, this Cooper Rush game was always going to happen. They were always bad on third down in passing situations. Um, Everything about the way they were playing led to they're not going to be able to keep winning this way. They're just not. Uh, Yes, Nick Sirianni's weird. My guess would be that he's trying to play some sort of role. Here's therapy guy coming out. Like, Sirianni, you could tell from his intro presser from him last night, like he's trying to ingratiate himself with people instead of just doing whatever is actually who he is. But maybe he'll figure that out one day. Uh, this was always going to happen. That's the way that game was going to go. And it's totally fine. You'd love to have found a way to win it so you could both be 5-1 and one and you'd have a reasonable chance at maybe even the number one seed and having a buy in the postseason, which is the ultimate goal. But stuff happens and you lose games that you're supposed to lose eventually. So that's cool. You've still won twice as many games as you've lost, and you've won all of those games with a backup quarterback. That's awesome. It wasn't sustainable. It was never going to be sustainable because without being able to pass the ball well in the NFL, you don't tend to win games. And so now it sounds like you may have Dakota Prescott back for the Detroit game. Detroit and Chicago, that's pretty damn manageable. Now there's a decent chance you're 6-2, and two, you're going into the bye, and you've got your team at full strength in theory. Boy, you are cooking. Gimli is in the super chat, Eagles fans being this stoked that they barely beat a backup. QB makes me sad for them. Hurst for threw for one fifty 15, ran for 30. Pretty much Allen or home. Um... Jalen Hurts is this is definitely the best year he's had, but I'm just one person, right? I'm not, I'm still not convinced that Jalen Hurts is a top, I don't know, 12 quarterback in the league. Um, because the last few times out, he hadn't thrown the ball real well, which is his biggest thing nice advantage to be had when your quarterback is willing to run the ball and you've schemed him to run the ball and he's functional at it. And you're going to do that 10 to 15 times a game. There's an advantage uh, to having that. And one of those is that if you can get a lead, like they've done so often this year, you don't necessarily need to go out there and throw the ball. So you just keep doing what you're doing and watch the clock hit all zeros. Uh, But I don't buy him as a thrower still. Uh, I'm open to the idea that he's a really good quarterback or a good quarterback, but I'll just keep my eye on it. We'll just keep watching and see what happens there. But ultimately, I think you look at that game last night, what you see in that game is a continuation of quite a few things. The Cowboys defensively are good. They're good. Um, They were still able to get after the quarterback when they got him into passing situations, having Micah Parsons and Tank Lawrence raise in hell um Dante Fowler and Dorrance Armstrong at different times Chauncey Golston getting in there they, they don't have I the Cowboys don't have what I would call a good defensive tackle group but they got a whole bunch of dudes that are at least NFL players actually that may be something we talk about in a second because I, there's a couple things I wouldn't mind seeing the Cowboys do at the trade deadline but you got guys that can get after the passer for sure and they continued to do that. Your secondary is at least pretty good, if not quite good. Your pass rush is very good. Your coaching is very good. For a team that's getting their ass kicked, and going into half, and look like they're dead in the water, to come back out and battle back and give yourselves any sort of chance to win that game, I think that speaks to your ability to adjust during a game. Mike McCarthy, Dan Quinn, Kellen Moore, all of them. So, I look at those two things. Your defense is very much believable. Yeah, that's the real deal. Your coaching is very believable. Yep, that's the real deal. Kevontae Turpin, when he returns kicks and punts, uh, has been super effective. Your punter, very good. Your kicker, very good. I know he missed from 59, but when you ask to kick from 59, you're flipping a coin anyway. Literally the one thing that you're not good at So far, your offense is bad because you don't have a quarterback. Dak played one game, and that was awful. Cooper Rush played five games, and that wasn't good. And yet, here you sit, and now, I believe at least, you're on the doorstep to having a good quarterback. That adds up to a really, really good team. This thing is probably about to get really, really good where you've still got those things you've got defensively. You've still got those things that you have on special teams, and you add to it a good offense. Last year, they were number one in points and number one in yards, and they were a very good offense. But I do think those could be a little bit skewed by giant games against some bad teams and the fact that they ran at the fastest tempo in the league and they threw the ball so much, but whatever. They were really good. And I don't know if you'll get back to that level of good, because I don't know if you're going to be able to block as well. Although, hell, the second half last season, they didn't block real well. But the offensive line, to me, is just playing okay. Um, but getting your quarterback back, this will be a top 10 to 12 offense at least. And a top five defense, and that's good. Do we subconsciously or quietly worry that deck hasn't played great football in like a year? I, mean, I think that is at least worth noting is that Dak did not play his best football after the calf strain last year and week one was not good. But the thing about football is the smaller the sample size, the less you need to put a lot of stock into it. Hi Votch. The great Votch Lombardi. You can hear him Fridays on ninety-seven one the freak at nine fifteen. Previewing the Cowboys. Love me some Votch. Um football if you want to be able to predict something or feel good about something you want the largest sample size you can get so Dak one game sample size it would be stupid to assume that means anything uh to go as far as like he had a the worst five game stretch of his career last year after the calf strain which was still better than what Cooper did these last five weeks um and this season wasn't a good start but no, I would take the sample size of six years over the sample size of um, of the back half of the season and one game. But, yeah, you can believe that. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. I also have some supers. I need to – excuse me. Hold on. My God. No, not the face. You know that. Not the face. Hey, excuse me. Um, I had something from Ryan Sims, who's been a member for eight months. What a monster. How did Tyler Smith do last night? What do you do with Tyron when he gets back? Number one position in the draft. Uh, Tyler Smith, I think, started off pretty darn promising, and lately he's been okay. Um, He's obviously strong and a good run blocker. The pass game can kind of go up and down on him. I think he's off to a promising start to his career, but I think that what he's done so far is nothing to, like, write home and say, like, we've got a stud on our hands. Uh, He's hopefully on the path to becoming that. Christian, shouldn't we hold Dak off till after our bye, or do they want real reps for Dak before a harder team? I the only thing I care about in that regard is Dak comes back when the doctors and trainers say Dak is where he's going to be. If you if the doc and trainer tells you he's good, he's good to go, there's no reason not to go. Because you have a better chance to win any game with him out there than you do with your backup out there. And if he's fully ready, I think there's no reason to fiddle fart with it. Go play football. Now, if you were to tell me there was something to gain from another week or two or even three, which would take you to Detroit, Chicago, bye. If you tell me there's something to gain by holding him out and that, that is what it takes to get him to 100%, cool. Um, but if he's ready to play, you want to play. Ken, uh, art in the super chat. Don't bring Dak back unless he's hundred. We can lose a few as long as we peak at the right time. Yeah, I agree with that. If he's not ready, ready, don't worry about it. If he's not ready, ready. Thanks to the way this team has played, no sir. You just wait. Now, on two. here's one. We need to fix our run defense. I do think that if I were the Cowboys and they were going to let me, uh, and they were going to let me in the building. Advise them on decision-making, which would be a stupid, terrible idea by them. Dirk, nice little six-yard per carry night from Zeke, was encouraging. Be able to run the ball well with Dak will be awesome. Yes, if you can run the ball to the tune of, what is Zeke get, like four carry and Pollard's getting five or six a carry? If you're able to average four and a half to five yards a carry and have a good quarterback back there where teams are going to skew towards playing against the pass because that's the modern NFL, you might be cooking with something. But, yeah, if they were dumb enough to let me in the building, I would go up to – I guess I wouldn't go to Jerry because he doesn't actually make the decisions. He just goes, okay. Uh, I would go to Will McClay, and I'd be like, hey, look, I know we don't, we're don't, we not big on trading and free agency, but hear me out, my guy. Where is Odell Beckham in his rehab? He played a great second fiddle for the Rams to Cooper Cup. I think he could play a damn good second fiddle to CeeDee Lamb here, and you'd have two real-life separator, get-open, good NFL receivers. I like Michael Gallup. I like Noah Brown. Uh, Odell Beckham, if he's healthy, would clearly be the second best receiver on this team. So I'd call him. I'm trying to upgrade at this deadline. And then I want to look around the league for who are the 320 pound defensive tackles that are on bad teams and aren't going to be sticking around those teams long term. And can I get a little bit of help on the interior? Interior? Interior. Like I like Osa pretty much all the other guys that they play in there as guys who can be in my rotation. But I think Osa is the only NFL starter in that group. Really? Gallimore pops up sometimes, but man, I don't think he's been real good this year. Chauncey Golston flashes a little bit. Bohana flashes a little bit, but I would be interested in trying to find um, another defensive tackle to upgrade that group. Look at Samuel. Welcome to friends of Jeffrey. We love members of the channel You're the best did i miss anybody else no i got dirk i got everybody dj Moore, sure he's already got a second contract right so that would be a highly paid guy i don't know if they would want to bring in a highly paid receiver with gallup already having been paid his second contract and cd is going to be coming up on a big contract that might be too much monies but if it's not whoop, but if it's not too much monies then hell yeah, I'd be interested in DJ more. Dude like that that's electric after the catch, that's my stuff, man. At wide receiver, I want guys who can separate and that are hell to deal with after they catch it. Um, And, like, I like Gallup. I like Noah Brown. I don't know that either of those things really applies to either one of those. Jumping on, starting over. What's up, El Heavy? I'm not going to start over. I already did all the stuff. Look at MVP of the channel formulas in here. Dak is back for Lions, don't we all think? What did you think of the O-line play yesterday? I thought the O-line play was okay to good, somewhere in between there. They definitely gave you a chance in the running game. Cooper Rush was better protected than his stat line would say. I think the offensive line was at least okay and maybe between okay and pretty darn good in the game yesterday. And that's, that's why nobody should be flipping out right now. You had a lot of things that went pretty well in that game and that were continuations of things that have gone pretty well this whole season. There's a lot to be encouraged about from the way that the Cowboys have been playing and did play. And now you're getting back one of the 10 best quarterbacks on the planet. This is going to be good. 10 seconds on the Giants. The New York Giants are not good. 5-1 5-1 and one is a hell of a start record-wise, but if you told me the Giants finished 8-9, and nine, I wouldn't be surprised at all. The best way to tell how good a team is is what does Vegas say? And Las Vegas says the Giants are still one of the eight worst teams in football. That's what the spread says. I believe they're playing the Jags next week, and the Giants are an underdog against the Jags next week. I listen to Vegas for how good my teams are. That's what I listen to. Um, and I think that'll do it for now. I think I'm going to go. I got some House of Dragon. We got some Monday Night Football. We got some stars. We got some baseball. We got a lot of things to watch. Move Smith to left guard and Peters to left tackle. I'm actually not opposed to that. I believe that – I still believe that Tyler Smith would be better at guard than he is at tackle right now. And Jason Peters doesn't appear to be a tackle they're looking to just – or a guard that they're looking to plug in there. So I would probably try it that way. But we also need to keep an eye on Connor McGovern. He seemed like he played pretty well uh, last night as well. All right, you guys be good. Um, I love you. Thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, check out 97.1 The Freak and on the iHeartRadio app. If you don't live in DFW, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app from 7 to 11 a.m. That's me and my friend KT and my friend Julie Dobbs. We broadcast. We back in the radio game, baby. Uh, remember you have no idea what anyone is going through. So be cool to everyone. I love you. Be easy.